Welcome to St. Columba's for our service of morning prayer on this, the first Sunday in Lent. I welcome visitors in particular and thank you all indeed for being with us on this day. Following the service, Our Ladies Guild are kindly hosting refreshments at the west end of the church. And I do hope that you can wait behind 
to enjoy friendship and fellowship with each other. Our service begins on page 101. The Lord be with you. And, and also with you. Beloved in Christ, we come together to offer to Almighty God our worship and praise and thanksgiving, to confess our sins and to receive God's forgiveness, to hear his holy word proclaimed, to bring before him our needs and the needs of the world, and to pray that in the power of his spirit we may serve him and know the greatness of his love. Let us confess our sins to God our Father. All my Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault, by what we have done and by what we have failed to do. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us. Forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all those who truly repent, have mercy on you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Please stand. O Lord, open our lips. And our hearts will your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make to us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be
During Lent this year, we hear from Israel's books of the law, those passages which tell of the covenants that bind God and his people together. After the great flood, Noah and his family set out on God's new beginning for humanity, under a covenant promising God's new blessing to all creation. The Old Testament reading is from Genesis chapter 9, verses 8 to 19. Then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, As for me, I am establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the domestic animals, and every animal of the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark. I establish my covenant with you that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of a flood and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. God said, this is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. I have set my bow in the clouds and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the water shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. When the bow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, this is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth.
This Sunday's readings all have the powerful image of salvation through water. We hear now Mark's account of the baptism of Jesus. Then our Lord's call to repent and believe his good news. So begins our Lenten preparation for those to be baptised at Easter and for, all of, for us all to reaffirm our baptismal covenant provinces. The New Testament reading is from Mark chapter 1, <coughs> verses 9 to 15. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptised by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness for forty days, tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent, and believe in the good news. Please remain seated while the cantors <coughs> sing the uh, canticle Te Deum by Stanford to a setting by E.J. Moran.
Lord, you promised that where two or three are gathered in your name, you are there also. Speak to us now through your presence and your word. Amen. A few months ago, in the course of my professional practice, I was visiting a school not too far from here, participating with a group of six-year-olds in an activity designed to help us reflect on our feelings and emotions. So what makes us feel happy or sad or excited or scared? One little girl was asked to share with us something that disappointed her, what made her feel disappointed. And what she said was that she felt disappointed when somebody broke a promise. And as I prepared for this morning, I reflected on how we feel and the emotions we experience when someone breaks a promise or lets us down. It's painful and can really have a negative impact on our personal well-being. We're upset, frustrated. Maybe we're annoyed with ourselves for believing what they said. And maybe that means that we can then find it hard to trust other people's words and actions. And I think all of us know what it is and how it feels to have someone break a promise that they have made to us. A dictionary definition of a promise is a declaration or assurance that someone will do something or that a particular thing will happen. And our Old Testament reading this morning from the book of Genesis references the time when God made a promise or covenant with Noah and indeed with humanity. We know this story. God was displeased with how people were mistreating each other in the world he created. He charged Noah and his family with building an ark in which, alongside pairs of each animal species, they would shelter from the rains and the floods that would ravage the earth. And once they were inside that ark, it rained for 40 days and nights. Floods covered every surface of the earth, destroying everything. But after the waters cleared, God sent a rainbow as a sign of his promise, his covenant that never again would all life be destroyed by the waters of a flood. God keeps his promises. The internet suggests that in the Bible, God makes over 8,000 promises. And there are numerous examples of God standing over the promises and vows he made. And you think of his interactions with Abraham, with Moses, with David. Joshua 21 tells us, not one of the Lord's good promises to Israel failed. Every one was fulfilled. God is never going to disappoint us or let us down. His promises will forever hold true. Scripture reminds us that God knows each of us intimately. 
He knows our every thought, concern, hope and fear. And so God has promises for us today in every situation we might find ourselves. He promises, I am with you. I will strengthen you. I will uphold you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. And Psalm 145 reminds us again that the Lord is trustworthy in all his promises. We're here this morning on the first Sunday of Lent with the underlying theme of Christ's progression to Calvary. And as events unfold, Jesus' followers would witness the persecution, suffering, and cruel crucifixion of their Lord and Master. Christ knew he would endure unimaginable pain and cry out to his Father in anguish. But here again, we have evidence of God's promise and provision. Christ's cruel death on the cross would not be the end. His Father God would raise him to life on the third day, and he remains alive with us today. In life, we will certainly be let down by others. We will encounter betrayal, perhaps feeling crushed and broken by the weight of the disappointment. And into that pain, God speaks to us in our distress. As Christians, we hold fast to the certainty of God's word. God keeps his promises, cares for his people, and is present with them always. Whatever we may encounter in our personal relationships, whatever the world may throw against us, no matter who lets us down, betrays or disappoints us, God is right there in the midst of it. He's with us as we struggle, strengthening us, supporting us to face whatever lies before us. And ultimately, he promises he will take us home to eternity with him. For Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though they die, yet shall they live. So let's resolve to view life through eternity's perspective, recognizing that whatever the disappointments and betrayals we may experience here on earth, we can hold fast to God's ultimate provision and many promises culminating in eternal life with him. Amen. In response, we make our profession of faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to on the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, 
the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. It is not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord. O Lord, save the King. Let your ministers be clothed with righteousness. O Lord, save your people. Give peace in our time, O Lord. O God, may clean our hearts within us. The prayer of this Sunday, the first in Lent. O Lord, who for our sake didst fast forty days and forty nights, give us grace to use such abstinence that our flesh being subdued to the Spirit we may ever obey the godly, thy godly motions in righteousness and true holiness to thy honour and glory, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. And the prayer appointed to be read during the season of Lent. Almighty and everlasting God, you hate nothing that you have made and forgive the sins of all those who are penitent. Create and make in us new and contrite hearts that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may receive from you the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you is eternal life and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us in all assaults of our enemies that we, surely trusting in your protection, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Heavenly Father, in whom we live and move and have our being, we humbly pray that your Holy Spirit may so guide and govern us, that in the cares and occupations of our daily life, we may never forget your presence, but may remember that we are always walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
Let us pray. We pray that throughout this penitential season of Lent that our faith may be renewed and that it may grow and develop to sustain us in the midst of all aspects of daily life. Teach us, O God, so to use this season of Lent that we may be drawn closer to our Lord and in fellowship with him may learn to hate sin, to overcome temptation, and to grow in holiness, that our lives may be strengthened for your service and used for your glory. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. We pray for ourselves. In the midst of all that we are about day and daily, we pray that people may see Christ in us as reflected in our thinking, our speaking, and our doing. Lord God, whose we are and whom we serve, we place our lives afresh in your hands. Take us as we are and make us what you would have us be. And so fill us with your Holy Spirit that we may be strong for your service and used wholly for your glory. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In the midst of difficult times, we give thanks that as people of faith, we're not on our own, that God is with us. We pray that we may be with God. Lord, give us and all people, in times of anxiety, a sense of peace. In times of hardship, perseverance. And at all times, a quiet trust in your wisdom and love through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Grant, O God, that amidst all the discouragements, difficulties, dangers, and darkness of this mortal life, we may depend upon thy mercy. On this, build our hopes as on a sure foundation. Let thine infinite mercy in Jesus Christ deliver us from despair, both now and at the greatest hour of darkness. Amen. Amen. We pray for those in hospital at this time, for those who have recently had surgery, praying especially for Peter. We pray for those who are awaiting test results we pray for those known to us in need of your healing presence, O Lord. We pray for those who are bereaved, especially for 
the Thompson family following the death of Etain, whose funeral takes place tomorrow afternoon. And we pray for John McPherson and his family following the death of his aunt in Scotland. We pray for safety and travel for John as he makes his way to Scotland later this afternoon. Heavenly Father, we pray that you will give to those who are ill, those who are awaiting surgery in days and weeks to come, and those who are bereaved, the strength that they need to sustain them. May they know that they're not on their own, and may they all seek the strength that you alone can give this day and in the days to come. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. As half-term now draws to a close, we give thanks for the opportunities being experienced by many families throughout this past week for refreshment, for those who are returning back home today from holiday, we pray for safety in their travel. And we pray for all school principals and all members of staff in all of our schools that you will be with them as they return back to school during these coming days. We pray for homes and for families that you will protect each and every member of our family Thinking, too, of those away from home, those in university, those who are preparing for examinations, and those working away from home, we ask your blessing upon each and every one. Through Jesus Christ, O Lord, we pray. Amen. Turning to page 99 in our prayer books, conscious that in the midst of the toils and tribulations of daily life we have much to be thankful to God for. And in response, we join together in saying the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we thine unworthy servants, to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Spirit be all honour and glory, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and us promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, Thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them. 
granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come, life everlasting. Amen. and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all things come from you and of your own we give you. Let us pray. Christ give you grace to grow in holiness to deny yourselves and to take up your cross and follow him and the blessing of God Almighty the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you throughout this season of Lent and forevermore. Amen.
peace, to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen.